I can only speak for myself here, but for most of my life, and I imagine for many of us it's, similar, it's a similar experience, I've overlooked the season of Advent. In fact, when I look back on my very Catholic upbringing, I don't really have many memories that are about the season of Advent. I can remember, however, in first and second grade, in the little hallway of my Catholic school in St. Louis, we would gather every day, every morning, right at the first beginning of the day, in the hallway to light the Advent wreath, which was, you know, to paste a piece of flame on the candle there, and one of the students would get up and read a little prayer. I never got chosen because it was only for the well-behaving students who got picked. But I can remember that. But the only thing else I can remember from my time in Catholic grade school and in Catholic all-boys Catholic middle school and high school was going to confession during Advent. I don't remember anything else other than the fact that Advent was the period upon which we were able to start counting down the days until Christmas. But God gives us this season for a reason. The Lord invites us into this liturgical season so as to prepare our hearts so that the coming of Christ at Christmas will change our lives. The Lord desires for each and every one of us to be totally transformed by the coming of Christ. And this season is that opportunity for us to overcome our shortcomings and to put Christ first in our life. So that his coming changes who we are. Why do we have the season of Advent? St. Paul tells us beautifully in the first letter to the Thessalonians. So that the Lord may, may make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all. So as to strengthen your hearts to be blameless in holiness before our God and Father. At the coming of our Lord Jesus with all of the Holy Ones. <clears throat> the Christian life is simply this, to become and to grow in charity, in love. Because as St. John reminds us in his first epistle, God is love. And so for us to grow in holiness means to grow in charity, to grow in love, in sacrificial love, in willing the good of the other's love, not in feeling necessarily the emotion of love that we often think is love, but in becoming like Jesus, the one who came into this world, who humbled himself, who died on a cross so that we might live. That is the love that God desires for each and every one of us to abound in. And this season in particular provides us an opportunity not only to grow in love, but to overcome the challenges and the temptations in the world. To not be caught up, as Jesus puts it in the gospel, in the carousing and the drunkenness and in the anxieties, which so often can distract us and take us away from growing in love. We can get so caught up in all of the things around us, no one is, no one is free from that, can escape that totally. This coming week, I'm going on retreat, but even now I'm thinking when I get back from retreat, I'm going to have a million things to do between when I get back and Christmas. I spent the last two weeks filling out like hundreds of Christmas cards just because I didn't want to have to do that when I got back because I wanted to take more off my plate so that I could be open to what God has in store for us. And brothers and sisters, the Lord desires to free us from those things. 
from those difficulties, from those temptations, from those struggles that we have in our life. You see, in the gospel and in the first reading, we hear about these signs and wonders that will accompany the coming of the Son of Man. But you and I, brothers and sisters, because of our ability to view the world, to understand it through the gift of rationality, we are also able to see the signs in the world. As the Second Vatican Council calls us to, we are called to read the signs of the times and interpret them in the light of the gospel. And so all of us, regardless of where we're from or what we do or anything like that, can look at the world around us. And not just the world, the big world, and the pandemic and all of that, but our own hearts, our own families, our own relationships, our own work life. We can look at all of those and see that there is a need for greater love. And this, brothers and sisters, this Advent season is that opportunity for us to respond to the need for love, with love, in love, and for love. To be the change we desire to see in the world by our transformation into Christ. So that at His coming, we are even enlivened and enriched all the more. And so I want to encourage and exhort and even challenge you during this Advent season to two things. The first is a real examination of conscience. How have I failed and struggled? But not just that examination of conscience, not just that recognition of your struggles, but of taking those to our blessed Lord in the sacrament of confession. If the world around us needs healing, it must start with my own healing. My own becoming one with God. The mercy that God desires to show upon the world, He desires to give to me so that I can share that with the world. To take to the Lord your anxieties, your failures, your shortcomings, and to be set free in love. But it's not just about being set free in confession. The second thing I want to encourage you to do is to radically serve those in need during this Advent season. And this could take on any number of possible opportunities. This could be deliberate and personal service to the most vulnerable and poor within our community. This could take on a financial decision to give to charity, to the church, to the poor, the same amount that you're giving to yourself or to your friends or family for gifts. This could simply just be going out of your way to love the people in your little circle of influence with a greater intentionality and love during this Advent season. Whatever it is, the Lord frees us from sin and confession, not just so that we can be set free, but so that we can then take that love to the world. And we have this opportunity in front of us this Advent, today, right now, to look at the world, to recognize my own world, my own struggles, to be set free, and to start changing it through my own transformation. That's all the Lord can ask of us. He doesn't ask you and me necessarily to change all of the structures, all of the things in the world, but He does ask us to come to Him to read the signs of the times, to read and to recognize our struggles, to be set free in confession, and then to go out and to bring that love to others.
It's easy to overlook the Advent season. It's easy to get caught up in all of the things that are going on in our own personal lives and in the world around us, especially right now. But in his great love for us, God is calling us to return, to open our hearts so that we may increase and abound in love.